Welcome back to the Sports Uncensored podcast with Matt and Jess. Don't forget to like and subscribe at SoundCloud and iTunes. Also, don't forget to follow us on YouTube and Twitter. On Twitter, we are Sports X Censored. Yep, so we took a little week off on there for it. Uh, Vacay. A little vacation. Uh, we had a lot of stuff going on in our life, like sickness and stuff with work and all that stuff. So we uh, were like, hey, we were trying to fit it in. Found out, uh, hey, there's a lot of stuff going on. We couldn't, we couldn't necessarily get it through. So uh, we got it up for you guys this week on here. So appreciate you guys being patient. Actually, we did get like, I got like a couple texts about it uh, um, from people like going like, hey, uh, is it not working? I haven't seen something <laughs> pop up. So what do you think about if we did like, um, like I know we're sticking to like an hour right now. What if we did like another one throughout the week? It's like a half an hour, just like a mini update or like we can do something like that maybe not so sports related it can be just kind of a random topics of what we want to talk about or something yeah. too yeah we could definitely look at that uh as of right now a few top topics of the day i want to talk a little bit about um gambling and sports more it's more and more things are being kind of taken off with that um uh, some college football predictions because believe it or not football is in the air and it's not just uh are nfl yeah are you ready for sure it's not just NFL. We get the kickoff of college football this week. Actually, some of the games are happening right now. That's what um, you were just saying. What yep. was it? Michigan State right now. The queer Sparties <laughs> are down um, right now. Oh, they just scored. So now it's 36-31 against Utah State. So we're jumping kind of into it. So to be clear, the first week of every college football season, nine times out of ten, it's a juggernaut school playing against a pansy-ass school. So to be clear, it'll be like, um, let's think about, if you're thinking about in Texas, it would be like Texas, uh, University of Texas, so UT, versus like Sam Houston State. So not even, yeah, so like it'd be big school little versus school. little school. So if you think about in Michigan, it would be U of M versus like, uh, what, um, maybe Saginaw State, something like that. I've never heard of anything. So, or it, Why did they do that? So, the first week is like, is like a tune-up game. So, okay. it allows you to kind of go, okay, let me figure out who I have, who I want to, who I, who I think is going to be good, who I think is going to be bad, all that type of stuff. So, it literally is just... It just gives you flexibility, so that way you don't go. Okay, I'm gonna go into this with my, you know, my pants kind of at my ankles, and hopefully nothing bad happens. So does the bad team know that they're the bad team? Oh yeah. So <laughs> I, I, so here's the thing: is they get paid a ton of money. So like you pay to go to schools, and you pay to go to like for as far as stadiums and different things like that. So I, I, any school who thinks so, but but here's the thing: is I'm kind of stumbling here because there's so much stuff going on with it. But Michigan, a few years back, lost against Appalachian State. Appalachian, yeah, Appalachian State is like a nowhere school. 
and they end up coming back and like beating Michigan in a route, and it rarely it happens. Like that in That's this cool. that, at that time, it was it was at Michigan, but not Appalachian State. Appalachian State's near like the Appalachian Mountains, like oh. in the yeah, so in the east side of the United States. So, um, realistically, there is a lot of intrigue going on this week because one of the first games I wanted to talk about was the uh, Michigan versus Notre Dame. So, growing up uh, as kids for us. Um, and then our parents and different things like that. Uh, Michigan versus Notre Dame was a big. So these are like the two oldest programs in college football. So Notre Dame and Michigan are some of the most winningest programs because they've been around since like the late 1800s. So they've been playing football for over 100 years on there for it. So um, it's kind of a big deal, right, for them. But Michigan versus Notre Dame is one of the most intriguing games of this week. We got a couple other ones we'll talk about. Um, Miami versus LSU being one of them. But so the big callouts for Michigan, they got um, a quarterback transferring out of Ole Miss. So I don't know if you know this, Jess, but if you want to go from school to school, let's say I'm a quarterback in Florida and I want to go play in Washington. If I transfer from school to school, I usually have to set out a year. Ugh. Yeah, so, but if I'm a head coach, I can go from school to school and I don't have to set out. Okay. So, if I'm a, if I'm a head coach and I tell players, yeah, come play football for me in, in, you know, in, in Texas. Come play football for me in New York, right? Mm-hmm. And then knowing that, hey, in two weeks I'm going to go probably take another job. And now I go take another job, and those kids are like, well, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, now I, I wanted to come play for you in this program, and now you're gone. So it's, and it's not like they can go to another place because they don't have to sit out. Yeah. Oh, that's fast. And even some schools won't let you transfer within the same conference. Like Alabama's really strict about that. Um, SEC is really strict about that. I should say where if I play at Alabama, I can't transfer to, like, LSU. Like, they won't let me do that. Hmm. I mean, but... But like, why would they not? Why would they care so much? Just because like talent. They, well, you tell you're taking the playbook with you. You probably oh, okay. know some of the secrets and stuff like that. What is that. that movie? I'm trying to think. Oh, the Water Boy. That's all I can yeah. think of is the coaches. You don't want things to get physical <laughs> around here. That's what he says. But so Shea Patterson transferred from Ole Miss, and um, he actually was able to grant or get granted immediate um, eligibility. So he's able to play right now. And How did he get that? Sometimes it happens that they file necessary paperwork and there's grievances where, hey, it's not going to work out. Or usually if like they're a junior or a senior and they're running out of eligibility, like it's it is so much like there's rules in NCAA. And then there's like a, OK, hey, we're going to kind of, you know, grease the wheels and make this thing go. The hmm. NCAA like rule book is full of contradictions. There'll be stuff about like, for instance, check this out. In the NCAA, I can give a player a bagel, but I cannot give him cream cheese for the bagel. And it literally what? calls that out. It literally calls, I can give him the bagel, but I cannot give him the cream cheese for the bagel. What is it? Is it so the, no, 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 no. That, that, uh, literal sense, I can give the kid a physical bagel. Okay, so it's not a metaphor. Yeah, it's not a metaphor. What uh, but is, it is that? A metaphor. It is a metaphor, I guess, for NCAA. But, so this game is Michigan... Uh, rank 14th, Notre Dame 12. So they they wanted to bring the schools back and do this rivalry. I, I can tell you that for me, it's going to be a huge game. It's playing September 1st, 6:30 Central Time, so uh, 7:30 Eastern Time. Um, 
Oh my um, god, that's only a couple of... This, it's tomorrow. So, holy crap, it's yep. already almost September? Yes, yeah, so September 1st is tomorrow, holy so shit. I'll be able to uh, watch this game. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and it's 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 big. Like, this is... Um, Michigan does not play another ranked opponent. As of right now, every week the rankings change because, you know, some teams win, some teams lose. But as of right now, they don't play another ranked opponent until week seven. So... They can literally, they've been game planning about this. Sometimes what they'll do is they'll game plan like kind of two two weeks in a row for like two different schools is what they'll kind of do with, you know, um, 90% of it going to one school, 10% going to the other. So that way they can always kind of stay ahead of the curve. Mm -hmm. But realistically, as it looks right now, they've been able to pour all their time, all their efforts in uh, into one school, which is pretty cool. So I, I'm excited. I think Michigan's got I mean, a real good are chance. Be really excited to watch it with you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Michigan's got a really good chance. Um, the betting favorite. So, kind of talking about the sports gambling side of this on here. Uh, gambling is such a, a unique thing that's coming out on there. For it's getting people involved in sports like never before. So, like Wait, that's just coming out. Well, it's not so much. It's well, it. people have always gambled illegally for the most part, but legally now. It's starting to be a huge business. So the government just struck down a law where they basically said the federal government no longer thinks it's illegal. So now yeah. you're having all these sports betting shops open up all these things to it. And you're finding some organizations take a, a heavy hand in it. And the reason I bring it up is because right now, according to a lot of the betting favorites, a lot of people are taking um, Notre Dame in the Notre Dame-Michigan game on there for it. Um, from what I understand... Um, for as far as how they do the percentages, it's a 68% to Notre Dame, and the spread is plus one. So basically what they're saying is on there, it's one score, and it's a touchdown. So they're saying Notre Dame by six, and they're saying the total over under 46.5. So basically what they're saying is on there for it is one team is going to put up 20 the other team is going to put, excuse me, 20.5, and their team's going to put up 26. Obviously, you can't get a point five, so they always do it, so that way you have to take the over, usually is how it works. So, I think, realistically, it's going to be close. Um, the betting favorites, or like I said, betting favorites to Notre Dame, but we'll see what happens. So, the next game that we have on here for it is the Miami-LSU game. So, I, t I talked on this podcast before how I listened to a ton of the Dan Levitard show. And on there, they have this funny character named Peepo. Um, his, name's Peepo? Ho yeah, his name's Jose. Um, yeah, people call him Pepe, but his friends call him Peepo. And so he's, yeah, it's so it's, it's, it's just, you know, the, the wacky stuff of the show. And on there, basically, they're saying... Um, like it's like a, basically a, a stereotype, stereotypical Miami fan. So it's somebody who's like, you know, totally, yo, bro, Miami gonna win this thing. Miami gonna win this thing. Like, you know, just really crazy, over the top, uh, Cuban Miami fan. And so it's it's pretty funny. But um, with Rozier being quarterback for Miami, it, the reason why we talk a lot about quarterback play because in college, quarterbacks really make a big difference unless you're a Alabama who hasn't really had a strong quarterback in a long time. Um, but Malik Rozier, he's the fifth-year senior, basically. So what happens is, yet again in college football, I can join a team and then they can redshirt me, which basically gives me a year of training and it doesn't count my eligibility. So he's a fifth-year senior, 
basically saying that he got redshirted his first year, and which doesn't count, and now he's been there for a total of four more years on top of it. So this is like somebody who has is really mature for the role, um, has had a lot of experience, all that type of stuff. So Malik Rozier is going to be a big guy uh, coming through. Uh, Ed Orgeron, who sounds like a swamp monster, if you've ever heard the way he sounds. What does he sound like? Uh, I'm going to look it up as I'm talking <laughs> to you, and I'm going to play it just so everybody can hear it. But if there's anybody who sounds like their school, um, Ed Orgeron. Oh, is that the guy that you played the other day for me? Yeah, I, I possibly, possibly on there for it. I'm going to play something on there for it, um, talking about um, <laughs> Miami here, I think. So here, uh, I think this is it right here. Hey, you took the wrong turn on that interstate, boy. <laughs> hey, you know, I got a nice little fishing hole down there in Louisiana. And my buddies want to take you fishing this afternoon. They're going to give you the answer. So by go fishing, I'm assuming he means probably killing somebody. But uh, Ed Orgeron is a absolute, like, the way he gets yelling even during uh, some of the games on here for it. Um, wh where is it through, uh, during a rainstorm? Um, like, the way he gets yelling on here for it. Uh, let's see if I have it here. Let's see it. It's kind of quiet, is <laughs> so I hope that they can hear that. So he, yeah, I, I know it's kind of quiet, but he was literally talking about how the kids played football back in the day. It's like running around the back, y'all go Tiger. That's what he says, <laughs> just like that. But LSU is coming into this ranked twenty fifth, so they do the top twenty five ranking. So technically, they're ranked because they're the twenty fifth rank, and Miami's ranked uh, eighth coming into this. So um, you look at this is yet again a big game coming through LSU strong um really a, a strong overall program with uh, some questions realistically at the quarterback spot but they have some um some really good um depth in their secondary lsu is really good for their skill positions and skill positions are basically your wide receivers defensive backs um guys who are like super athletic and lsu has got a ton as well as miami so I think I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a good um, overall game. Um, I'm interested to watch it. That one's for sure going to be on TV. It's on Sunday. It's going to be Sunday night. Um, so we'll we'll have to watch that one. But I, I'm excited. Like I said, um, with it, Miami's a school I like to pay attention to. I kind of when when I was really starting to first watch sports, Miami was a big college in the early 2000s. They were having a resurgence, and I think they actually won a. I think they won a championship. I mean, like oh, 2001, and then they got screwed over by Ohio State because Ohio State's a bunch of cheaters mm -hmm. um, in like 02 or 03, something like that. Um, but so you got Virginia Tech versus FSU on the Monday Nighter. Um, this is probably the third um, most exciting type of game. Truthfully, Florida State has always been a, a great program. Deion Sanders comes from there. You look at some of the best athletes. Um, 
from a from a perspective of defensive backs or cornerbacks have come from Florida State. Virginia Tech is another program that you know has put out such players like Michael Vick, uh, Marcus Vick, Michael Vick's brother actually, who is mm-hmm. who 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 did make it to the pros, who played in Miami, he was like a backup quarterback for a little while. Um, but I can tell you this: that Virginia Tech has a strong defensive tackle. Ricky Walker is one of the is going to probably be. I'm looking at a a draft pick very soon on there for it. Um, So I I think, yet again, you look at um, some of the returning players that they got, Josh Jackson. um, At the end of the day, I think it's going to be a good game. It's probably, like I said, out of all of them, the three. So I'm going to take Michigan. I'm going to take Miami. And I'll probably go FSU. Um, For you, which which games are you taking, Jess? Um, Between Michigan and uh, Notre Notre Dame. Notre Dame, Michigan. Okay, Miami versus LSU, Louisiana um, State University. I'm going to go LSU. And then Vir- Wait, what did you pick? I picked Miami okay. on that one. Oh, boy. And then you, uh, Virginia Tech versus FSU. I don't know what you picked. Hold on. I wasn't listening. So I'm going to go FSU. All right, I picked FSU as well. Okay. So you got LSU, you got Ed Ogeron. Go Tango! You're going to have him go in there for it. Uh, we're we'll have to practice our Ed Orgeron impressions because I want to see what it is on there for. <laughs> I can't do impressions, remember? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But all right, so we'll revisit this uh, on the next podcast. We'll see. We'll update where we're at on there. We'll try to keep it going like a year to date, like some of the three top games each week, and uh, we'll see if we can pick them. But uh, we'll wrap up this segment. And we'll kind of kick it off and just kind of some funner stuff, some games and whatnot. all right welcome back uh sports uncensored matt and jess i'm gonna try and do it faster every single time there you go so, <laughs> don't forget to like and subscribe at soundcloud and itunes also we are on youtube and what's our other one Twitter. Twitter, there we yes, go. Sports X Censored. I'm losing my mind. No, you're good. Um, we keep talking about this, but we want to do some stuff with some video on there for it to post I on YouTube. I don't know about that one yet. We may do just like the quick <laughs> segments on there for like if we end up doing like a 15 minute type of we thing. We can do like reaction videos to like uh, games, like certain like ones that were going up against each other. Yeah, we could see stuff like that on there for it. That might be something. Um, so let's kind of kick it off into a little bit of trivia. On there for it in some Would You Rather games. So, here we go. This one could be a little bit dangerous, okay? In the Would You Rather. Uh-oh. Would you rather stay overnight in a store? So, like, like maybe, like, at a Walmart or, like, in a mall or something like that. Like, hide out, stay overnight, so you can kind of, like, run around, you Where know, I have fun. Um, you know, I know, I'm talking about, like, just, you know, hide from the, the, the employees. And then, once they close it down, you kind of run around and have some fun. Okay. Here's the only downside of that. Nowadays, you know, there's so much security system and stuff like that. But let's just say there's no security system, okay? So okay. you get to run around and have fun, right? Obviously, you can't, you know, steal anything because you're in a jail. But, um, can I eat food? Yeah, you can eat food. Okay. Um, and then the other one is, or you get the cops aggravated and chase, then they get chased you on foot. Well, so which one would you rather do? Because remember, there's implications of both. Because technically, there may not be security systems, but, you know, if somebody catches gonna you. They're going to see me? Yeah, if somebody catches you, you go to jail. And then, you know, the cops. Like, I'm not talking about, like, firing a gun in the air and saying, come on, coppers, come get me. You know what I mean? But, like, just, hey, 
mess around with them, antagonize them, get them going, and like run on foot. Cause you see all these like parkour videos, right? And like these, you know, kids and all these like young adults are like standing on top of buildings, and cops are coming, and they like purposely get them to chase them as they run through like on top of buildings and all that type of stuff. I was like, oh, that'd be kind of fun, but at the same time, it's like, oh man, I don't know, you know, I'm not sure I can stay away from the cops long enough while I'm there for it. I would 100% bet a doubt in my mind staying a store. No, I think I'd downgrade the cops thing on there Mm-mm. for it because the worst thing that happened for you, you know. Uh, you know, maybe a shot. I guess that'd be probably the worst thing on there for it. But I don't know. I think I, I think I'd rather do that. I think it'd be kind of fun, like doing those like parkour videos, like I was talking about. It'd be kind of cool, like just kind of running through. I mean, you gotta be in ridiculous shape, and I'm not in that good of shape to be able to do that. With your smart mouth talking to a cop, like you're going to jail or getting shot. Yeah, that's like 100%. the third or fourth time I was called a smart ass or had a smart you mouth are 100%. today. One hundred. I got like I got like five or six times. I, I swear in the past couple days, but. Uh, you know, I got told I can't even go to meetings anymore because I'm <laughs> being, being a smart ass during the meetings on there. Um, okay, I got another one here. This is kind of a trivia question, right? So this is kind of... Wait, why wouldn't you stay in the store? Well, uh, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? What am I going to do? Run around there? naked? Well, yeah, well, who's going to... I can run around naked in my own house. I can run around naked for the cops. But, mm, but then they have to, like... Cops jump gonna, on you. Uh, jump on me? Where are they going to jump on I me? I don't know. You being you. Have you seen that me. one thing was like how to avoid a fist fight where the guy, two guys are coming up to each other and then yeah. the one guy drops his pants they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. If I was ever in a fight, to, if I'm ever in a fight naked. with you too, I'm stripping down naked too, I'm going to bite your dick off. So what those are the, the two. Th- <laughs> those are the two things out there. Is if I'm ever in a fight, just understand like if I feel like it's in the life or death, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. If you get in a fight with me, mark it down. That is what's going to happen. What if you get into a fight with me? Uh, a physical fight? If we're yeah. going fight, to fight for my life on there yeah. for it? Well, I don't what know. Do? I'll have to bite your hand off then, I guess. I don't know. Um, okay, so thinking about some, some of the trivia questions on there for it. Okay, so... I can't wait to hear the comments on this. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so trivia question. Um... So, in football, they keep track of just about every metric, right? So, one of them is called rush attempt. So, basically, how many times did you run the ball? So, as a running back, how many times were you handed the ball and for you to go run? Not throwing the ball, run. So, on a given day, um, like, 15 to 20 touches is average. So, like, 15 to 20 is average. 20 to 25, it means, like, you're the bell cow. means you're a heavy. And 25 to 30 is like, Jesus, man, that guy had a lot of touches that game. What do you think is the most touches of all time, so the most of the rushing attempts? Based on just those numbers I told you. 36. 45. Jesus. 45, and it happened in 1988. So when I first thought this, his name's Jamie Morris. So I thought, because um, back in the day, there was no such thing as forward pass for the NFL. So like when the NFL first started, where remember they wore those hats like, where it was the like leather the leather things? hats and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. So uh, they would wear um, the leather helmets, right? And you could not throw the ball forward. You could only what? run the ball, or you could hand it off, or you could pitch it out, stuff like that. You could not throw the ball. When the NFL that first came no out. no sense to me. Yeah, so it was a much different game. And yeah. then they started adding forward pass, and then they started adding a lot of other um, rules and different things that, hey, you can't just clobber a wide receiver at the line of scrimmage. It was like a five-yard bump. 
is what it turned into. So, like, a five yards. You see, like, a lot of wide receivers and defensive backs. It's like they're playing patty cake because they're slapping each other's hands real yeah. quick because it's, like, trying to gain position. Uh, but even nowadays, you can see, you know, defensive backs getting tangled up with wide receivers. And as long as you guys are both going towards the, the play, it doesn't really count as a uh, – as interference so there's there's a lot of like nuances and different things like that but i always think about that like watching nfl games um watching sport games uh, watching any type of sporting events i should say like it must be so strange like i've seen so many different sports uh, sporting events different uh different games that i kind of get the rules but like i think about like when i was first watching it sports and it's just like i guess it's kind of like when i started watching soccer a little bit like trying to understand yes. the rules and whatnot like i was like what, what's all these damn rules i the one thing i could get past was the running clock whereas like i'll keep the clock going oh we but talked then, about that before yeah yeah, yeah they just I, I i couldn't i couldn't wrap my head around that um but 45 attempts in a game for rushing that's like you're getting beat so 300 carries in a year is like the mark if you do 300 carries in a year um, usually, like, that's it. Like, if you do 300 carries in a year, some of the top running backs have never been the same after 300 carries. Like, they fall apart. Because in the NFL, the equivalent of running the football is the equivalent of running to a car going 20 miles per hour. That's the average NFL hit. So if I'm a running back, I'm running into somebody and getting tackled, The that is the equivalent of getting hit by a car going 20 miles per hour. Jesus. So think about that. So I'm wearing pads. And I'm getting clobbered. But these are the older pads, No, this is right? no, no, this is when an average. That? This is this is today. Oh. The average speed, the average where I'm running the ball, the average is like I'm getting hit by a car going 20 miles per hour. Uh-uh. So if you think about that, if you ever want to feel like it is, so go run as fast as you can into a car going 20 miles per hour at you. And that's what it feels like on every play. Now you are well, wearing you always pads. Hear them. Like it's... Yeah, it sounds like thunder hitting, right? And yeah. well, well, think about Ray that. Ray. Yeah, Ray Ray. So think about doing that forty-five times in a game. Oh. Think about doing that three hundred times over, over, you know, a sixteen a game season, which is something else I kind of want to talk about. So Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. He may be a kook, but he's a good businessman. Has said that preseason games are um, there's four preseason games in the NFL. Back in the day, there used to be eight. Most people don't realize this, but like twenty years ago, thirty years ago. There used to be eight preseason games. So think about that. Like, that's crazy. Wait, how many is there now? Four. Okay. So they do four preseason games. There's 17 weeks in the season. They do one bye week, so there's no no game. And there's six, 16 games is what it okay. comes down to. So technically, NFL players play 20 games in the season. Now, realistically, like we've talked about before, they very rarely play full the preseasons. They probably play the equivalent. A, a true NFL starter and a good NFL starter, they probably, out of four games, play the equivalent of one full game out of four games. Is usually what it breaks down to. It. So what Jerry Jones has said, he wants to shrink the season preseason by two games and then add two games to the season. He says it gives about a billion dollars more in revenue to the players so that they can divvy it up. But to me, like... What I think is a perfect idea, since there's only one bye week, they should reduce a preseason game by one, add one more real game, and then add a bye week. And by doing that, you get you increase player health, mm-hmm. as well as um, you're able to get one more true NFL season game, which is probably about the equivalent of two preseason games. Like So like the average fan won't go to a preseason game. 
I was just looking at some of the tickets for the Michigan Notre Dame game. You can get ticket prices for as low as four hundred and twenty dollars right yeah, now. Yeah, no, thank you. Four hundred and twenty dollars, some of the cheapest tickets you can find right now on Vivid Seats and StubHub. Four hundred and twenty dollars. Some of those Good tickets Lord. are six, seven thousand dollars a seat. What? Yes. Notre so Dame's a good size field. Go Notre Dame's a good size field, but Michigan. Think about this. So this is the this is why sports is such big business. Okay, Michigan houses about one hundred and ten thousand people in their stadium. Average ticket cost of one hundred and fifty dollars. Average ticket cost of one hundred fifty. Some of those obviously depend on how important the game is. But you know, some of those like student section twenty, thirty dollar, forty dollar tickets. You know what I mean? Like, cause it's mm-hmm. you got you know. But in the student section, it's fucking you know mayhem. You got a bunch of twenty to twenty four year olds pissed drunk. You know, watching the game. Right? That's that's and student a bunch section. Of kids with the, with that, that's, that's that's what I'm saying. Twenty oh, to twenty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about high school. For yeah, some yeah, reason, yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking about how we have to pay to go into high school football games anymore. Mm-hmm. Like where we're at. Up north, I mean, we never had to pay to go in. Well, it's because in. they're playing stadiums down here. They, yeah. they, they, they play in college stadiums. Make no mistake, like 60,000 capacity yeah. college stadiums. Um, but Sorry, continue. No, no, so what I was getting at is if let's just, let's keep it simple math. Average ticket's 100, and you're at 110,000 people showing up yeah. to a game. Think about how much money you're making. That's tickets. What if they buy a bag of popcorn? Anything. What if they buy a drink? What if they buy a jersey? A real jersey. What if they buy a foam finger, right? You think about all these things, a hat, a, a program, all these things that, um, you know, add up. I mean, you're talking about, you know, millions of dollars per game. Yeah. And so when they complain, they're like, oh, man, Michigan, you know, is paying, you know, Jim Harbaugh all these, all, all these dollars for, you know, for coaching and all these organizations. What most people don't realize, though, is the highest paid person in that state from as far as like a state representative or somebody who is paid for by the state's usually like a football coach. So I think it's like Nick Saban because he's at Alabama. And I think Alabama is a, uh, I'm not a private college. So like, you know, like Michigan State is not a private college. It's a state funded college. Usually that's how you can tell. Michigan mm-hmm. is more of a private college on there. So you think about these schools, usually if you see state, it usually means it's a state-funded school. So right. um, now you look at it like they are usually the highest-paid, you know, um, person on the uh, in the state for as far as who's paid for by the state. Usually, like a, a an NFL, excuse me, a college coach or something like that. So it's it's pretty crazy how hmm. that works out. But anyways, we're gonna wrap up this segment on there, and we're gonna kick it into uh, the Jess segment, the third segment. And uh, we will. Uh, I'm, I actually don't know what she's actually going to be talking about, so we'll see what Sports Uncensored podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe at SoundCloud and iTunes. We are also on YouTube and Twitter. On Twitter, we are Sports X Censored. Don't forget to follow us on there. Okay, so what are you going to cover with us? So I'm going to just kind of do the most, like, kind of the most scandalous 
things that have happened in our century. Okay, so like century. this is this century, so the two thousands yeah. or like the nineteen hundreds. Nineteen hundreds to closer to today. Okay, so the past basically like hundred years or so. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with the Lewinsky scandal. So like the Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Mm-hmm. Talk about a crazy ass scandal. I wonder if what it'd be like if that happened nowadays. Like yeah. Because, you know, the stuff like, don't get me wrong, like, Donald Trump's pretty polarizing. Donald Trump has said, you know, stuff. Yeah. Um, but there's never been, like, anything proven that he's done any of the stuff he's really kind of talked about or said, you know, about women or minorities or anything like that. He's, it's not, there's nothing been proven that he's done. This stuff, like, was detailed. Mm-hmm. And of, like, graphic details, proven documents, witnesses, different things like that. And, you know, Bill Clinton... According to Monica, he was her sexual soulmate. Yeah, so... Yeah, Jesus. But uh, most people call Bill Clinton the first black president, which is is pretty (laughs) crazy. Uh, Most people (laughs) will say that. um, But I just... I can't believe... That happened. I remember, like, in school kind of hearing about yeah, it faintly because I was, like, 10 years old, something like that when it happened, No. Right? When it happened? Um, it said, I was no, going to say, shit, I was... 95, 97. So here's the Holy thing shit, is... shit, we were young. I remember, I remember it happened because I was living in Philly at the time, and I remember hearing, because the biggest thing what I kept hearing was, obviously, as a kid, they weren't going to share too much with me about yeah. what it was, <laughs> but about Bill Clinton getting impeached was the biggest thing. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, he's going to get impeached. I remember hearing that word all the time. So, yeah, I remember that fondly. I remember that fondly. Like, thinking, like, oh, Jesus, like, this is weird. Why? They're going to kick a president out? I didn't I didn't understand how, how that works. How old was he? I don't remember, but I, I used to think, like, teachers lived at school. What? Like, when I was a kid, I used to think teachers lived at school. It wasn't until, like, wait, oh, I was probably, like, in second or third grade that I was like, whoa, wait a second. Teachers don't live here <laughs> like they actually have a life outside of this place it's just something i never considered never thought about it's like oh i guess they got a life outside of this place i always but... thought it was weird seeing teachers like outside of the school oh yeah like it creeps me out and now like people i work with if i see them out of like their work uniform i'm like oh you look weird yeah I like it's a very like weird thing okay so the next one is john wayne babbitt and his wife lorena so i don't know if most people know about this it's crazy um like, can I redo this thing? Uh, how, how much I can remember about some of the stuff. But uh, see, here's the thing. is that was I think it was before I was born. I remember always like Paul Mooney and other people making jokes about it. It but... was the year before we were born. So yeah. John Wayne Babbitt and Lorena Babbitt were married on June 18th, 1989. Exactly four years. Oh, no. So we were about three, four, four I years. Just, I, I just remember them five stand-up days later. comedy. I just remember stand-up comedy about this. According to Lorena, her husband raped her after a drink of water she cut off his penis with a knife, then tossed the remains in a nearby field. Uh. Huh. Yeah, basically that was always that. I'm going to chop your dick off Babbitt style. You know what I mean? Is what huh. is what they always said. But, I mean, that's... Obviously, if you, rape, if you rape a woman, that's probably justice right there. Um, you uh, know what I mean? Realistically, a proven, let's just... be clear, proven rape on there, that is yeah. 100% justifiable in my opinion i don't care how crazy that sounds but um but jesus man getting your dick it chopped off took the doctor nine and a half hours to reattach the piece so they reattached it man, what dude like would it even work 
I don't know if it works anymore, but dude, no ways to look right. No. That's gonna look like a uh, a hand grenade blowing up a you know a pile of spaghetti. You know what I mean? Like that's that's oh, what that's gonna god, look I like. Oh god, I just pictured that. That's disgusting. Like that can't look good, man. That that ugh, that can't look good. What what other ones you got? So the next one everybody knows about, and I really don't want to spend too much time about. It's the Penn State. Yeah, that's. I I don't. So this is what I'll say. I'm not gonna dive into it because it's like hauntingly disgusting hauntingly and the more you read about it the more you're like jesus joe paterno how did you not turn this guy in um or do more but anyways the people want to keep drawing the distinctions between this and the urban meyer scenario let's be clear urban meyer wasn't raping kids urban meyer wasn't covering for anybody raping kids urban meyer was covering the fact that he knew about a domestic violence issue so it's not like he was out there beating women. He covered it up, right? And everybody keeps trying to go, oh, well, you know, it's the same kind of thing, beating women and doing this to kids. Let's it's be clear. Different. Urban Meyer wasn't beating any kids or any women. It's not like he was trying to cover it, cover up the stuff, per se. He was just trying to cover up the fact that he possibly knew that something was coming down. But even so, like, if you knew anything, I mean, do you think you Dude, I, I... Man... That's you, a hard thing. There is a certain place in hell for somebody who is literally putting a paycheck, a paycheck, over kids' well-being. Like, yeah. this dude was taking kids to campus and raping them in the showers of the campus. Like, uh, come on. Like, how, why, are, why are grown men taking showers with boys? Like, how, how do you that? I don't want to go. Like, it's going to piss me off thinking about it. But yeah, next anyways, one. yeah. Um, people of the state of California versus... I'm not going to be able to say his name right. I'm going to try. Or- Orenthal? Orenthal James. James. That's OJ. OJ. <laughs> the juice is loose. So, man, oh, talk about somebody um, who divided a nation between white and black relations. Yeah. And then somebody who, um, man, Paul Mooney talked about this. OJ um, did not want to be black. Okay, when OJ got money, he started hanging out with white people. So OJ thought, "Hey, I'm not gonna be black anymore. I'm gonna be white." Pretty much, like what? in the head. So I'm hanging out with okay. white people. So I'm no longer black in my head, right? Um, <laughs> this is like Paul Mooney kind of talking a joke about it. Um, he had his uh, he had his wake up moment when he realized, "Oh, wait a second. The only person who was in for ride or die for me, so the one who got in the white Bronco and all that stuff with him on there, was a hood dude he remembered from back in the day. So <laughs> it's just so funny. Like <laughs> Paul Mooney goes, if OJ would have called me, I'm like, OJ, we ain't riding that Bronco. We ain't going down like that. He goes, you have to call my mama before I do that. And uh, Paul Mooney is one of the funniest stand-up comedians for me of all time. He actually used to write for Richard Pryor for a lot of his jokes so i thought that was really good um this guy is people of the state of california versus conrad robert murray who the hell is that he was michael jackson's doctor oh yeah the guy who basically gave the uh the sedative pro 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 what is that p-r-o-p-o-f-o-l let me see i can't see so looking at it on there for da 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 Big uh, medicine words. <laughs> propofol and loza papal uh lorazil lorazepamine. 
happen. We ain't got the facts. Yeah, yeah. So basically, <laughs> with those, with those, they're just heavy sedatives, like heavy, Maybe heavy they sedatives. They provide in order to help the world re-own entertainment. That was just to help him sleep. Yeah, they're like they're heavy sedatives, yeah. is what they are. Yeah, and um, it's fatal. It's oh. like a horse tranquilizer, yeah. pretty much. Uh, oh God, I can't believe. Man, I can't believe Michael Jackson's dead though. Every time I think about that, there's a couple people, right? So Prince just died recently, right? Think about, oh, shit, Prince died, right? And Michael Jackson, oh, shit, Michael he Jackson died. He died, like, died. right after our first was born. Yeah. And it was like, I called you at work, and I was like, oh, did you hear about this? Like, mm-hmm. and I was just, I couldn't believe it, because it's just, it's like one of those things, like, you can't, you grew up listening to him, like, yeah. he can't die. It's Yeah, that was, like, the first major celebrity death for me, where I was like, oh, shit, people are... People, people can die. die. Yeah, yeah, people actually fucking die. Um, so this one for me, I don't know how this guy came back and is actually like in the papers and he's all good now is Tiger Woods. Why would he mean? But I mean, if you are somebody famous, a famous athlete, things like that, and you go through all the things that he went through, do you come back from that? So here's the thing is, let's be clear, Tiger Woods short of adultery, because that's what he did. He was yeah. basically just cheating on his wife. Um, he didn't do anything like illegal. Many? He didn't. So that was that was like the illegal thing. So adultery is illegal, right? You can't cheat. Yeah. On, you can't cheat on your spouse. But um, he like, it's not like he was out there killing or beating women. He was just extremely promiscuous. Yeah. And what? So what happened was he painted this picture of I'm holier than thou, right? Like that. Oh, I'm this great guy and i got all these infomercials and i got all these commercials and i got all these deals and sponsorships and i'm not i'm not like a typical athlete i'm not your typical sports guy Mm -hmm. i'm like this wholesome guy but no i'm banging strippers hookers and randoms like golf club thing where his wife Dude, came out bang- like- oh yeah so she started after she found out i mean she yeah. took the clubs after his ass Good. but uh here's the thing is though unpopular opinion tiger woods used hdh another unpopular opinion ken griffey jr is hdh if you don't believe me if you're gonna call me bs on it look into their um look at the way that their bodies broke down usually it's joints backs knees because that's the ligaments that get ate up the most by anabolic steroids and HGH. Um, for if you abuse them, because your body's like taking a heavy toll on mm-hmm. those um, on those items on your body. So both of those both had those issues. So Oof. something to think about. That's all I got. Okay, so I want to play one of the coolest sounds for me, uh, and this is so this is like back in the day. So back in the day, MLB baseball used to be. A different type of game it was no hold bar say which yeah mlb okay, so sorry. it was a different different type of thing so tommy lasorda was the mouthiest manager of like there's a few of them there's about three of them out there and would just cuss swear and say awful shit to one another to the umps and all that stuff well anyways tommy lasorda got caught a fat little italian man by one of the players here is it's about a minute clip but I want to play it. I want you guys to hear it. It's one of the funniest fucking things you'll ever hear. It's going to be a lot of vulgarity. It's going to be a lot of swearing. Is That's what Tommy Lasorda was known for. tell you what I think about it. I think that is very, very bad for that man to make an accusation like that. That is terrible. I have never, ever, so 
was that man he ever told a picture to throw at anybody, nor will I ever. And if I ever did, I certainly wouldn't make him throw at a fucking 130 hitter like Lafay or fucking Bavacqua who couldn't hit water if he fell out of a fucking boat. And I guarantee you this, when I pitched and I was going to pitch against a fucking team that had guys on it like Bavacqua, I sent a fucking limousine to get the cocksucker to make sure he was in the motherfucking lineup because I kicked that cocksucker's ass any fucking day in a week. He's a fucking motherfucking big mouth, I'll tell you that. Can I just say that you've been holding in a laugh that I really thought you were going to explode. Oh my God. That's the ultimate trash talk. Like he's basically got accused for throwing at somebody and he got called a fat little Italian like that as a manager. So he goes basically saying, I never do that. But if I fucking did do it, I wouldn't waste my time throwing at a piece of shit hitter like you. That I would make sure that I sent a limo to go pick you up from the from the hotel so I could make sure you're in the lineup so I could strike you out and own you. That's basically what he was saying. So he's like, even if I were to throw it at somebody, like I would throw at you, you piece of crap baseball player. Like that's what he was saying. And that's like the most trash talkiest thing you could ever say to somebody so i thought that shit was hilarious but okay cool uh we're gonna wrap up this segment and we will get into our final segment of the day Uncensored podcast with Matt and Jess. Don't forget to like and subscribe at SoundCloud and iTunes, also on YouTube and Twitter at uh, SportsX Censored. Uh, so I just want to say that I want to pull up this the baby shark thing. You the, can go ahead. The I baby wanna... shark thing. So it's this new thing where people, you know, the Kiki Do You Love Me challenge? Mm-hmm. So now people are getting outside of their cars and they're doing the baby shark. Dude, I remember hearing that literally in third grade, fourth grade in school from like Mrs. Deaton. Like, I think that was her name, if I remember right. In Lewiston Elementary School in Michigan. Like, I remember, I remember. Having that baby shark dee dee. Yeah, there's people just. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so funny. Like a kindergartner started, or a kindergarten teacher started it because she was sick of the Kiki challenge, and now mm-hmm. everybody is doing this, and I absolutely love it. I think it's hilarious. Dude. They're starting to do, um,. There's one that's baby car boom 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 and like it goes on. There's so many. There's a bananas one with a monkey. Oh my god! I think god. it's crazy. I, I love can't, it. I can't believe some of the shit they're doing. Mostly it's white people though. Um, <laughs> that's right. At well, work they always tell me this white people stuff. I'm yeah, like, it is. Stop! I don't say that to you guys. Yeah, mostly it's white people stuff. <laughs> so, um, man, I heard they're they're kind of talking about this on the one podcast I listened to, but um, talking about. Um, like video games and how they evolved. Like back in the day, if somebody knew a trick, a secret, an Easter egg, 
you couldn't go online. Like, I remember this. Like, you couldn't go online. It was a friend telling you, oh, man, there's a secret. And, and then you, you have, go like, like this. the page of or, all the codes. But, 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 see, but see, this was even before that. This was oh, even Jesus. before that. This was, like, oh, man, like, I know this secret. I know this movie. This is what you got to do. This is what you got to do. You got to do this, this, this. And it's got to be a certain time of the day. And it's gotta, it'd be these random things. And it's bullshit. They were nine times out of ten bullshit. <laughs> but it was just to get you to see if you could do this crazy random stuff. And then one out of ten, it would be like, oh, my God, you're telling me that if I got to the top of Peach's Castle and, uh, and I had 120 stars, that Yoshi's going to give me 100 lives? No way. And that's what would happen. <laughs> and, uh, like, all these other crazy, crazy things growing up. And, like, the bragging rights. It was like, oh, let's play some Mario Kart. You want to play some Mario Kart? And then you would, like, fuck your friend up in Mario Kart. And then that's all you would do is talk shit about that next day at school. Or it was, um, hey, let's play, you know, Mario Party on there. Let's play, um, you know, Need for Speed Underground as we as we got older, right? That was a huge game on the PlayStation. You know, I never played Mario Party until me and you got together. Mario Party was the really shit. I didn't really even play video games. I was the kid that was always outside. Dude, so for me, top five games growing up playing with, okay? Top five games for me. Um, Duke Nukem on the 64. That was the fucking game right there. Like, some of the best lines of ever. Like, I'm going to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of gum. So, you know what that means? <laughs> I'm here to kick ass. That's all he's ready to do. And uh, so, all these fucking cool-ass things to say. Duke Nukem, okay? Growing up. Uh, one of the people rate as one of the worst video games of all time. It was one of my favorite ones. was Quest 64. I loved playing that game. Um, is that, what is that? On the Nintendo 64, so remember that guy with the little kid with the wooden stick, and like he would like shoot the elements out. I I played this like last time. We have the game, but it's like a classic game in Nintendo 64. Um, Another game, uh, Legend of Zelda, um, Alcornia or Ocarina of Time, Um, and that that's like voted as one of the best games of all time. uh, The songs all the time. Cause yeah, because they're, cause they're so great. eerie. Dude, some of those just... songs are fucking classic jams. Like, you can still rock to. Well, plus, too, you tell me, like, you always, you would play one and be like, what do you think of when you hear this? And, like, what I say, like, sometimes I feel like, you know, like, water and things like that, and you show me what it actually is, and it's crazy how spot yes, on. Yes, it's, it, the, the it musical directors. It makes you feel, actually, like, where you're at. The last two to round them up, Banjo-Kazooie. Yep. That is an all-timer for me. And then what really got me to love music was Grand Theft Auto Vice City. <laughs> that fucking game, the soundtrack on there, like there was a banger on every single station. I remember like literally like starting the game, you have you hopped on a little moped, and in the moped they literally started playing um, Billie Jean. Hmm. Like it was like, oh, this this game, this is the shit here. The guy. When did that come out? Shit. That came out. I was in. We were in middle school. Like I remember coming okay. out then. It was on the PlayStation Two. It's just crazy that they're still coming out with those. Well, yeah, because they're great games, man. They're great games. Yeah, you had um, to get it for our kids. That's fine. They're all right. <laughs> um, but for me, is like so. You think about these video games, right? And you know, we didn't spend too much time outside. I did. Um, well, there was like. Let me be clear. As much as. I'm talking about just a generation. We didn't spend as much time as outside as the generation before us. Generation before us was video games were weren't that cool yet. They were starting to get cool with us, and then now you know think of all the internet and all that type of stuff. Now where it's just like you can spend your you could live 
indoors for the rest of your life. I don't know. Like, I kind of disagree with you. So, for me, like, well, that's also, I was born and raised northern Michigan well, to where we didn't what, play I'm video talking games. about a majority of the generation. Majority, okay. Yeah, the majority of the generation started playing video games heavily mm-hmm. in our yeah. in our era, right? Okay. And then they, yeah, they went that. up okay. for it. But nowadays, it's like, I could just play against somebody online. Like, I make the joke and, you know, I talk to people at work, talk to friends, stuff like that, and we're like, you know, do you want to hang out? No, man, I'm just going to play on Xbox. Do you want to play? Yeah, I can play and, you know, shoot the shit in there, and that's, that's good enough. That's enough stimulation for yeah. me. Right, and we'd make the joke as like, oh, we hung out last night because we played Xbox together online. And uh, so you think about it, it's just like, yeah, people are like, yeah, I don't want to do all this extra shit, right? And uh, for me, it's like, yeah, I kind of like that. That way, I could be sitting in my <laughs> underwear. You know, you don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm just sitting in my underwear playing Xbox. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just a completely different era, and things are changing. And look at our kids. You know, they do video games, they do stuff, they do outside stuff as well, but. You know, we're trying to get them more doing sports and different things. Mm-hmm. And they were doing that today. You know, Braylon was outside. He's like, oh, I'm going to play some basketball. I was like, all right, man. Kid's good at basketball. With how short he is, yeah. he is good. He can, and it's, we haven't lowered that. You got to like, be like Kellen Iverson, man. You got to be the all Because our to... poor kids, he had, uh, Dominic had his friend over. Dominic came up to his shoulder, and they're the same age. Like, the poor kid's got all yeah, my jeans. Yeah. Dom, Dom's not going to be a tall kid. They're not going to be a tall <laughs> Jackson will be big, you know, middle one, and then our youngest. I don't think Mavi will be too big. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what it looks like on there for it. Um, but like I said, guys, you know, we took a little break. We're, we're trying to come up with some other ideas. Those of us, those of you guys, excuse me, who listen to the podcast, you know, on every episode, we're really appreciative to it. We're trying to evolve and add new things, you know. We have a pretty good structure, but we're trying to loosen up the structure and just have more organic conversations. And this is our seventh episode, right? So... Um, a lot of places don't hit their strides or a lot of things don't start hitting their strides until like after a couple years. So like <laughs> we, we talked about like doing this for a long time, but, um, realistically, like you, like a show, like I always talk about, right? Dan Levitard show. Um, uh, they've been around for like 15, 16 years and I've only been what? listening. Yeah. And I've only been listening to them for like five or six years. So they're really a big Miami show. My favorite show is My Favorite Murder, the podcast. And mm-hmm. they came out in, like, 2016, and they were, like, number one on yeah, all so things. Yeah, so some started, like, they, they, these guys started off, like, they're radio. They're a radio yeah. show, and then they now have a podcast. So they do live radio shows for ESPN in the mornings, right? Uh, Monday through Friday, 9 to 12, if anybody listens to it. Oh, my Central God. Time. Uh, but, we uh, don't endorse them. I do. I do. That's one of the best shows, man. I listen to that show. Our kids even say it all the time. Well, happy birthday to Ugh. him. I don't care. They did that you at luck. his birthday party. Like, come on. Good. Taught him well. <laughs> but anyways, like I said, if you guys got some good ideas, we're, we're trying to evolve the show, trying to do more things. I like the idea of like doing some like video stuff on YouTube so we can get some more people watching it, some more people saying some funny stuff and whatnot. So I don't know if I want to be on camera. Mm, I don't know if I want to either, but we'll see. We'll, we'll try and think, uh, think of some stuff. Can we do puppets? Puppets, like the like, pup, I'll pop, put... Remember the Potter puppet pals? But the, <laughs> they did all that stuff. Can we the... just like come up from the table and just like I'll be talking yeah can we do that I don't know if that's gonna work (laughs) but anyways we're gonna wrap with the show so I appreciate everybody listening alright talk to you guys later bye every now and then you know I said most of the majority of the time you dig we in that moment this is a moment of clarity everything BB's and go to the maximum Flawless the face and bread to a pack of them.